So welcome to the Ben Powell Podcast Experience. Thank you very much, Ben. Today I've got Simon Mitchell from North Devon Homes online. Nice to have, us, have you on board. Thank you. Um, really intrigued to sort of learn about North Devon Homes online, to yeah. hear what it's all about, yeah. um, why you guys are doing it, yeah. and yeah. What, where you see the market going. Yeah. Um, so just tell us a bit about not, your background. Not very, not very far in the last couple of weeks with all the bloody snow. <laughs> um, tell us a bit about your background for those yeah. that don't know, yeah. don't know you. Tell us a bit about your Personally, yeah. uh, so personally I've been a state agent for a, nearly 17 years. Um, started in North Devon for a local firm um, and um, after finishing university um, in sports <laughs> decided, <laughs> decided that uh, it was very relevant to go into work as an estate agent uh, and property but it was something that interested me a lot of the time yeah. um, and my parents could vouch for the fact that I had no idea of what I wanted to do in life so um, to choose something that I was really interested in was obviously very good so I yeah. uh, went into property and worked in between Biddeford and Barstable for a while um, and then explored the bigger, bigger wide world um, moved to Exeter and Winchester and did a bit of work in London um, and then spent the last nearly seven years in Bath. Yeah. And did you uh, find that was a good experience getting Yeah, that was uh, absolutely, absolutely. Because, um, I mean, for example, I was a manager of a branch here at the age of 23, thinking that I knew everything about everything, um, which we all do. But you come back with a completely different mindset. And two things from that is that you experience how people do your job differently, um, and, and it's just just take take bits from other people's experiences um, yeah. from around the country and everything. But also, it's just a, it's just an experience in yourself, isn't it? You sort of just grow up. Yeah, um, definitely. And and you and the, the sort of routine for a lot of people around here is to grow to a certain age. If they're ambitious, a lot of people move away. Um, but we all tend to sort of still have love for this area and we all we do we come back so I was coming back it pulls us back doesn't it absolutely so, so two things we come, we take, I've been away taking up some experience um, professionally and also life so yeah. it, it gets to a point when you think well I can take that back and make a success of something yeah. um, where you want to live no, uh, and know what you have to live brilliant so, so we, we came back um, and um, various little ventures that are, that are taking part um, to sort of establish ourselves locally. Uh, Do you find that transition to move back quite um, challenging or quite exciting? Or? Yeah, so the tricky thing for, for me was that I was at a peak, I suppose, in a career sense, um, and in, in Bath this was, and it was, a, it was a very, very good time in the market, very successful, um, and so it was a bit of a gamble to uh, pull those things to one side and, and move back for a yeah. heart-based situation. And that, that um, and it's, Quite experienced anyone who, who changes their location and job and lifestyle and everything in one go it's um it's a tough thing to do um but um it's working out well now we, we, we've sort of having been with regency yeah uh estate agents for for sort of nine months or so yeah um we've really got another we've got a foot in um how it all works locally again and i've brought my experience back to that estate agents Brilliant. um and then we've we've come up with a with a new new idea. Brilliant, which is so North Devon. Roundabout all that <laughs> North Devon of mine. Brilliant. Uh, and what was the sort of reason for wanting to sort of head that up and, and push that forward? Um, I th- I mean, difficult one because it, it we're it's difficult to say, but I, I you don't want to. It's very dangerous to to say to some to say that something's going to die, um, like a state agent state agency. So that's quite a bold statement, but. 
there is the beginning of an obvious transition um, from lots of big trendy offices in locations um, and lots of overheads, staff um, and all that sort of thing to going online. Yeah. Um, and you see that with, with people like Purple Bricks, yeah. Tepelo, um, Yopa, I think that's what that is, Yopa. There's, there's a few now that are all national yeah. online agencies and you can see where it's started to go. Purple Bricks have got a bit of a, um, a foothold in certain areas and it's growing and growing. Um, at the moment, there's still a very much a need for a high street estate agency, just like there is in every other profession. But mm. but there is a there is an element, and um, while there's an element, I think us at Regency sort of thought, you know what, we've got to have some sort of foot in that. Yeah. Um, not that it passes by. You know, what, I think that's quite a smart move actually. Yeah. Sort of to be able to not just stick with what yeah. we've always done yeah. and not trust in you. Yeah. And I think, like you said, it, it's. If the market's changing, why not test it? Absolutely. And yeah, absolutely. be in that to see. Yeah, we're in no situations. Yeah. So it's Northern Homes Alliance, it's, it's a very own company. Um, although I've been based with Regency and it's born from from us at Regency, um, it's, 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 it's a separate entity. It's a separate entity. Separate, entity. Yeah. Um, separate proposition. But we've got all the resources because, because of our experience and everything. And it's very much based on local. So what's happened so far is you've got Purple Bricks, uh, etc. We mentioned um, they're all national, and they've, they've got a they've got an agent in your area or region. I think mm. the nearest one to here, I think it's Taunton, um, and that person will come and buy you home in Biddeford or yeah. or wherever you, you are based in North Devon, and she'll she will come from from Taunton. Whereas we want to be that, we want to be a big sort of presence and do exactly what they do online, but be local. Well, interesting. I, I was I was thinking about this and I was thinking about how can an online agent who's not local to the area yeah. know about the local market? Well they can and I suppose where where we see because it's all in its infancy this whole online agency mm. thing really still so there's lots of things being learned by everybody and I suppose Purple Bricks will, would come along and tell you how many things they would change mm. or are changing mm. as they're learning uh, and I think one of them is the knowledge of those local areas I suppose Purple Bricks might argue that they're growing and then they'll put more people in these local areas and that and that's how they'll they'll grow. But as it stands, I suppose if you're not gonna be someone in your local area, it's gonna be more hands on for the person who's who's putting their house on the market and let them make the decisions. Um, and maybe that's that's something that, that, that might change on that because you can't really come in with your expertise not being around it. So is that where do you think your strength is? The fact that absolutely. you do have that expertise yeah, absolutely. in I'm a, North Devon. I'm a face of North Devon, yeah. not 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 a face that that visits North Devon now and then. Sounds yeah. a bit a bit mean, but um, well, I think it's, it's true. factual. Isn't yeah, it? It, 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 there's, there's experience, and we know our values. We know the types of buyers that it takes to buy type, the types of property that we're going to value, um, and I think that's that's hugely key. Yeah, um, we want the person placing their property in the market to have as much input as they want. Um, but we still want to give them that service yeah. of, of an expert um, that they can call upon um, and I can pop out to see them if necessary but you know someone they can call upon yeah. and help them through the whole process still not, not just you know like an auto trader thing list it uh, and deal with it um, we're, we're still learning but yeah. we, we, we think uh, people are still key whether it's online or not online or high street agents people are still key and expertise and experience is still key and, and that personal relationship is important, do you think? Hugely. So that, that's the challenge, I think, for a lot of these big organisations. Yeah. It's, it's almost the centralising 
um, the admin, the marketing, yeah. the, everything, and it's almost going to yeah. a big call center. Yeah. That's, and I see this in other industries, yeah. you know, whether it's mortgages, whether it's um, obviously online estate agents. Mm. Um, basically, it seems to me that you know the banks, for example, you know they're they're putting back on a lot of their people, centralising things. Yeah. And I think, I think that's where industries with a local mm. connection and local, which is a people's per, somebody who's a people's person, yeah. somebody who can get on the ground, uh, can win. Yeah. Particularly for those people who want that personal service. Yeah. Um, how are you going to sort of bring in that personal service when I'm guessing? Correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't know about the yep. the, the model. Yep. How are you going to manage the personal service with the model of how I perceive? And correct me if I'm wrong. Yep. Of the online agency being a stripped down version and a cheaper version. Yeah. Is so that first statement correct? Is it, yeah, is I think it, I, is it, it cheaper it, service? It, it is a bit. Um, and it's and it's like this. So so our service would be very much geared towards the people instructing us to, which is sort of is anyway, but but. We don't have people coming in to see me that were looking to buy properties. So all that time is, is cut. So we've got a, an online presence. And so people come and find us online that want to view properties, etc. Our clients do their own viewings, yeah. for example. Um, and I'm basically there as support. Yeah. Um, and my expertise in filtering purchases and non-purchases from an online um, first contact. Yeah. So we haven't got all that, those people ringing in. Um, Picking up viewings, and I'm not going traveling around North Devon showing people properties, which that, takes a lot of time. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of those sort of things. So, um, it, it's there, it's being there, yeah, um, for the expertise advice. So, so you've so, been there for the vendor, for the seller, yeah, so the purchaser, not, not for the purchaser, is particularly getting the same level of service. They're basically emailing when they want to view a property, I'll match that up with the property, and, and yeah. where it goes. That's interesting. When they get to the point, if they get to the point, um, to making an offer. Then they they go in touch with me and I'll and I'll deal with it in, in the professional and, and experienced way that I, that we would now in, mm. in the insurance agency. But that yeah, that, that's the fun part and that doesn't take that long. Um, and and we put a deal together. Mm. Um, and do when people make an inquiry online, do they make an inquiry directly to you or directly to the vendor to book in with them, or do you? Is, um, there's so we, there's two. Can, I mean, there are companies that do directly to the vendor, um, but at the moment because we want to. We're using our expertise. There is a there is a level of vetting yeah. uh, purchases um, because you do get. I mean, I said you do get what we used to call the ice cream brigade. Um, that sounds really mean. I've let it out of the bag. <laughs> what um, is the ice cream brigade? I've never heard that. Phrase. It's those, it's I've heard the phrase tie kickers. It's lovely people. No, 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 no. Tie kickers. I'll never say tie kickers. Uh, <coughs> uh, they're lovely people that look in the window yeah. with their ice creams, so they'd love on to go to Northern or, or, or wherever, on and that's fine. And that, We'll always have those. We always want to, well, we always dream. When but, we go to St. Ives, when we go to nice places. But we don't want to be showing them um, a house on a Sunday afternoon just before they drive home to, you know, the northeast or because we just don't. So uh, that's when our, we, we don't say no to anyone, but we at least it um, and sort of see where, see where, where they are in their house hunt. Yeah. Um, and, and, and we offer that to the, to the seller, that they might want to take the viewing or might not, but that's up to them their time I suppose you know what I think I think even with a, a traditional estate agent they should be doing that all the time yeah. every time and they don't and it just Some, astounds most them. do I'm not going to say that, that, that most don't but, but there are a number of agencies who pride themselves on their number of viewings 
And I know this is chucking everyone. And I know this is a constant battle between satisfying the vendor to show that you're active and you're doing you know stuff and you're getting people through the door and actually getting quality through the door. So there's that constant battle internally, I think, which is a fact. Yeah. Um, But I think, like you said, you're doing pre-vetting and you're allowing the vendor to make that decision. And I think that's a really smart. It's like any other job. It's just common sense. And, and logic around all these things. So, you've got someone that is, you, you see down for the weekend, you haven't put the house in the market, etc., um, etc. Et just got to think about it. Absolutely. Um, but you're I, giving the vendor the choice. Yeah, they're set cool. I mean, yeah. um, if they haven't had a viewing for, for a month or so, you might want to give it a go. I don't know. But, um, I think one thing we do all forget is the hassle it is for the vendor because every well, time you know, they've got to clean it. If you could do it properly and you make it presentable, then there is a factor of that, isn't there? Of course. Um, because everyone's proud of, of it and we're trying to sell something at the yeah. end of the day. We're trying to make the most of something. And if you look at the way new builds, new build house, house builders sell their houses, yeah. they are immaculate. Yeah. They have these show homes yeah. which are presented beautifully yeah. with modern furniture. Those lovely little things that you put over your shoes to you know, Yeah, <laughs> literally, they sell houses yeah. in, in that fashion and yeah, it absolutely. amazes me yeah. that that same sort of premise and that same yeah. take isn't yeah. taken on to the yeah, yeah. to call it the second hand market yeah, yeah, and yeah. it should be yeah, yeah. but it often isn't yeah, yeah. well that's something I learned that's one of the biggest things I learned actually is, is that a lot of a lot of firms tend to sort of use the viewing experiences um, as just something that you train on and actually it's, it's, it's not necessarily a skill to do a viewing it's just making sure that it's all presented right and it's and it's allowing the person who's viewing to um see it for the best of what it is absolutely um, and whether that's you know in, in our case in other homes online you know we'll be giving our experience to that to our clients because they they'll be showing them around the property yeah. so as long as they're doing um, and taking on board the tips and and, and presenting their house as, as they really want it to be then then these views will be great but so many people don't do that <laughs> it's just you know it's like anything isn't it if you sell your car you wash it and you clean it inside then the rest of it but and then if you don't, don't be surprised it doesn't sell. Yeah. Or get the, pro- <laughs> get the price that you want for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So with um, North Devon Homes Online, yep. it's there's a filtering mechanism for the, yep. for the inquiries. Yeah. Um, how how do vendors sort of, sort of find you and approach you and, and how do they go through the process of do they take their own pictures or do you do the pictures? No, so um, what's the process? The, the process at the moment is um, I say at the moment because it's it's early days. We're we're, we're looking at it, but but we we seem to be on a on a level where we think it's working, and that is it's an online presence. Yeah. So um, we're, we're at the moment because we're only sort of like a month in, a month and a bit in. We're we're so super new. Super new, yeah. and and so we're, we're gauging <clears> everything, and we're at the stage we're still really marketing ourselves. Mm. Um, as much as we can to make people aware of who we are. At the moment, we're a website up in up in the sky somewhere that, yeah. that you know people have got to find somewhere. Yeah. So we're trying to push all this to them. But if they find us, yeah. Um, we've got a great web- website where there's just a simple simple button book for evaluation, yeah. and you fill out a form um, who you are, um, what have you got to sell. That will come through to us um, immediately, and our aim is to get back to you pretty much immediately. So we've got resources for that. If I'm not there because I'm doing something else, someone else will pick up on that email yeah. and reply to them ASAP. And there's also a, a time and a date slot that is a preference for them yeah. to, to have their evaluation. Um, and we book it in. 
uh, we reply to them, we book them in, it's in the diary. And that just kicks off a sort of normal process from a state agent point of view. Um, you know, I've got value of the property. Yeah. Um, an idea really is that if you, if you come to an online agent, you're looking to see what they're all about. But my experience when I was up against people like Purple Bricks and, and, and the, the such like, if they've chosen to see an online agent, they tend to be inclined to be instructing them. That's interesting. Um, unless I convince them that it's the worst idea in the world. <laughs> then I'd like to think that it's, uh, it's going somewhere yeah. but by, by just booking it in. Um, and we clearly, yeah, sorry, we clearly uh, market how much we charge. Yeah. Um, so there's no, there's no sort of need to learn from that point of view by having someone out to, to see you. Um, um, you cards on the table, are they? Cards are literally on the table yeah. with 699 plus VAT on it. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what we charge. Um, so I'm going in to see people that, that know what, what, hopefully know what they're going to get. Yeah. Um, except the personality who's going to be helping you along the way. Yeah. Uh, and I hope that's a good thing for the next thing you come through the door. Um, and um, like anything else, we take the photos there and then. Um, the, you do pay up front. Yeah. Um, that's something which we think is a good thing um, because it's, it's done um, and it saves them a bit of money. Um, it's banked and then we concentrate on getting it done. Um, a lot of agents, I mean, if, if you're waiting, you could be waiting 12 months sometimes for a fee. Um, and so it works sort of both ways. We, 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 if we, we've got some money in the bank and, and we're working hard, we're doing it because we've been, you know, we've, we've got a, we've been paid it. Mm. Um, and I think that's, that's, that's quite a good thing. Um, and it saves them, it's, it's saving our customers money at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, but getting, getting that sort of service. Um, so we take that money up front. Um, we do the bro- we do a sort of online brochure. So we're saving time on that. It just, today, people just look at photographs, floor plans. Yeah. That's how it goes. So, so the need to write lots and lots of text is just gone. So it goes online for some lovely photos um, and a floor plan. Um, that's the time consuming part from my part personally because I'm rubbish at it <laughs> and I'm always going hello hello it's quite technical is it well it's, it's probably not but <laughs> but if anyone knows me they'll know um, I think we've all got our strokes yeah, yeah. I'm thing. losing my hair as it is but, but floor plans just escalate <laughs> that situation um, and uh, yeah so, but anyway, I'm waffling but it's a normal process yeah. it comes online and we can have it online within you know, a day yeah and then it goes to all the portals that you'd ordinarily get. Yeah, right, Move, Zoopla, uh, goes straight up on those portals. Yeah. Um, and then, like, as a, as a man or woman on the street looking to buy a property in North Devon, they'll see it, get in contact um, with us, and we arrange a viewing as you would. So it's all quite normal after that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, obviously, the, the inquiry comes in for the viewing then, and yeah. you liaise with the vendor to, you know, to filter yeah, and to would. make it yeah, you yeah. Know, a convenient time for them. Yeah. The process for offers is it again the same sort of standard process as it would be in the way agency? That yeah. Basically, um, the vendor, the, you follow up with the app yeah, absolutely. I've been doing everything. I've been everything. Um, well, I've been doing it for the last seventeen years, yeah. and I'll be chasing up the viewing um, straight after the viewing, getting feedback, offering the feedback to my clients, um, taking offers the way they want it. So they 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 would have a contact with me to bring in make their offer. And you do the negotiation. Do all the vetting we normally do. Yeah. Get proof of funding. 
Um, mortgage funds, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, all that sort of stuff, all the usual stuff. Shop solicitors from our firm. Mm. Uh, so we're still acting for them. Mm. You know, we haven't run away. And then you deal chase, once it's all been agreed, you yeah. deal chase throughout. That is the, that, that's another key part, is that also, I don't know what the percentage is, but it's got to be at least 50% where, maybe more than that, people are using the local solicitors. And we know them all. Um, and I think that's another really key thing, is, is just the communication part from from a sales progression point of view, mm. it's huge. That is the key thing to getting it through successfully is the, is the communication between the parties. And that's what state agents are still needed for mm. um, because they, they do take the rough one end and offer it to another end in a different way and just keep yeah. it fluid. Keep Unfortunately, it fluid. they're the man in the middle or woman yeah, in the middle. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And we'll still be that, yeah. very much so. That's going to be a key part of our success, I think, is still being that expert. And I think that mustn't be underestimated because I think knowing people locally on the ground. Absolutely right. You know, you can have a relationship with, you know, yeah. you've dealt with that solicitor yeah. a million times before, yeah. so you've got that bit of a personal rapport. Yeah, yeah. I think you, you can't, you know, that can only be a benefit. Yeah. Because, and I think, again, it's something that's, I think, really overlooked by, yeah. or not even considered, yeah. you know, by most people. Because, I mean, you know, if you've got a, a, a set purple bricks guy in Taunton or whatever, yeah. they're not going to know the local guys on the ground no. down here. No. So are they going to be able to put in a favour here and there yeah, and yeah, yeah. You know, all the rest Absolutely. of it? You know, and I think Absolutely. that often gets overlooked, that yeah, those little details yeah, that adding value. Well, this, is, this is, goes back to the original sort of start of conversation where there is still a need for, the, for, for people interaction on these things. Business is always about relationships. Yeah, absolutely. Always about relationships. Yeah. yeah. Big believer in that. Yeah, yeah. Do you find, so when we actually sort of break down the services, mm-hmm differentiating between a, a traditional agency and an online agency, mm. fundamentally, and I'm, I'm just picking up on what you've said and correct me if I'm wrong, effectively to make it viable and um, a cheaper a cheaper price point, not a cheaper yeah. service, but a cheaper yeah. price point for, yeah. for the public, effectively what we're doing, we're strip, we have to strip out a set of services yeah, to make it viable for yeah. business and business. Yeah. So when we analyze it, effectively we're stripping out the viewings yeah. And a lot of the running around of the applicant yeah. who wants to buy. Yeah. That's it. No? Yeah. Well, I mean, estate agencies evolved over that time, whereas. Um, but that's a good thing. That's what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, times gone by, you'd have a desk and a roller yeah. thing on your desk yeah, of yeah, all the applicants, yeah, yeah. and then people would come in to see you. Um, there was no internet, so as soon as the internet came in for estate agencies, that applicant interaction bit changed a lot. Yeah. didn't have the family come in to see you mm-hmm. um, that's, that's gone less and less and less you know, the family come to see you and sit down and go through the properties that you've got available yeah. to show them and all that sort of thing you know you put them on Rightmove and you put them on Zoopla etc yeah. and people pick them on there I, I, it's 90% job that is yeah. um, finding but that's really stuff. interesting because I think still to this day yeah. a lot of agents forget who their clients are yeah, yeah. They, they spend a lot of time pandering to the buyer Pandering yeah. to the people who want to view, absolutely, and not perhaps given enough time and effort to their vendor yeah. who's actually paying them money. Yeah. These applicants aren't paying them any money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in a way, you know, even a, a traditional estate agency needs to be taking lessons from the online agency. Not be afraid to make sort of bold sort of decisions on behalf of the seller if, if it's if it's not. No, the seller is instructing you to do a job, yeah, absolutely, and not deal absolutely. with. Be careful. I mean, everyone's your client when you when you, when you look at it in a, in a certain way, but. The fundamental thing is 
someone's paying your bill. Of course. Um, and that's who you've got to look after. Of course. First and foremost. Um, but advertising properties is online. 90% of properties that are sold to a high street agent, I would say, are from yeah. online advert. Yeah. Um, you do still get people coming in the office. It surprised me, actually, how many people still do come in the office. But if I evaluated how many people buy the properties from coming into the office, I wouldn't say there's, there's that much. That's interesting. Um, but it's a nice kudos thing for a local estate agents on the ground. To, to, to be there and have people come in. Yeah. Um, but effectively, when I'm on estate agents with the, with the overhead costs cut, I think it could be just as profitable. So going to the, looking at the, um, the different types of people who will use an online agent compared to a traditional agent. Yeah. So you should say that because up there. So those yeah. people look very different. I don't. We don't know yet. We're still analysing this because of the early days. Who's going to be our major clientele? But it's funny because well, I'm 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 letterboxing at the moment yeah. personally. So I'm going around town after town after town, dropping our leaflets through letterboxes. Yeah. I've got so many injuries. I could not tell you about. But so <laughs> it's like dangerous. So, so the other day, I, I got to the end of a, of a dog spine. Yeah, exactly. It's taken me back some years, but it's good fun. <laughs> um, and. I got to the end of this cul-de-sac and it was just a cul-de-sac full of bungalows and very much retired. So a section I thought to myself, stood in that cul-de-sac, do I go down that road? Because are they going to be on the internet? Are they going to be impressed by an online estate agent? I don't know. I did anyway. Mm. Um, although I'd say nine out of 10 of those first doors have uh, you know, no leaflet driving. <laughs> so that's no, no, but anyway, so we did anyway, but, but that's, that's the interesting thing. So yeah. we're still, we're still, remains to be seen exactly who our clientele are going to be yeah. um, and what price range we're going to end up um, working in. Uh, my bet is going to be middle market um, and it's going to be anyone from the age of being able to buy and sell a house to, I don't want to cut off my nose and no, my face here, but, but sort of middle age, a bit, bit more than that. Yeah. Um, you know, my mother who's sort of, I won't tell her what her age is, but she's, she's retiring soon. Um, I think she was still... Hi, Summer's she, mom. Hi, hi Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's formal now. It's <laughs> anyway. Um, but uh, she, she probably wouldn't be inclined to instruct an agent. I yeah. thought she still would want to come in and see, yeah. uh, see someone. Um, but you know, that's a generational thing. And, yeah. And are you going to, as an online agent, are you going to offer people, vendors to come and see you? Or if they want to see you, you'll always... No, so I'm, I'm, in a way, I'm going to be sort of... Um, or again, is it more virtual as in phone call? Yeah, very virtual. I mean, if they want to meet me, I'll meet them anytime, but I'll come and see them. Um, so the key thing, because we're covering uh, the whole of October, so um, you know, I could be typing up someone's advert online in coffee shop or fast food, um, whilst you know, going, before going to another appointment and things like that. And that's just the one way of working it that works. Isn't it amazing the world we live in? Yeah. It's just so different. Yeah, you know, I love all that, in, the cafe in, culture. In such a short period of time. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Yeah. You can literally it just gives you anywhere. Just everyone gives, it gives you that, that bit of um, space and freedom, um, but effectively working effectively as well. Because yeah. you could be working at 11 o'clock in the evening because you can't sleep, um, instead of just being in an office nine to five. Mm. And I think that's brilliant. Mm. Um, I love that, uh, and and when you go to bigger cities and things, there's just so many people that are working like that. Yeah. Um, in industries which you wouldn't think capable, um, but it's made capable. Brilliant. Yeah. Looking at the the old model, traditional estate agency compared to these this online 
agent uh, model. Mm. Do you, is there a conflict in terms of the, the, the payment of upfront versus success? Mm-hmm. I, th- I think putting cards on the table hugely mm. is that if we're going to do this um, and offer that discount, um, we've, we've, we've got to have that sort of, sort of cash flow situation as well to make our company work. Mm. Um, and I think we don't want it to be commission, like a, like a general estate agent, and where they get paid more because they're in it longer and doing more. Um, it's, a, it's a fee. Um, and like any service, you pay it and, and you get it. Yeah. Um, so it's a fee effectively, whether there's a success or not, or non success. Even if, even if the person. But you'll still offer a service absolutely. and work. Absolutely. And you'll advise well, them well, and guide them. And if the price is wrong, you'll tell them. Absolutely. So, in worst case scenario, we, we weren't offering any service. At £699, these, plus VAT, these people uh, who instruct us, uh, at the very least, are putting their houses on, or, or properties on Rightmove, Zoopla, mm. on our website, um, which you can't just do like that. No, you can't. Off. No. You'd still be paying more. Yeah. Um, and handling the whole thing. So, uh, at very worst, that's, what's, that's what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and that's how this online state agency industry has all evolved as to how it fits in the future. Um, but for now, we're looking at it very much as though um, that's that's the deal, that yeah. they're getting access yeah. to portals, but they're also, we want to give them that access to you, access to, to personality yeah. and experience and expertise. And, and local experience. We're, well. looking, we're looking at these, these, these national agents and that's where we think it's lacking at the moment. Mm. Um, so we'll have to see how that grows. Mm. But we certainly think what, we, what we're offering is, is the best of both on that front. So it, it's saving money, but getting a service. Brilliant. And we're trying to work ways that we can do that and, and earn a living and, and, and make a success of our own business. It's all about having win-wins, wins for the clients, wins for you, right. and yeah, yeah, if right. everyone's winning, then it's got to be a good Absolutely thing. Right. Yeah. Um, now, in terms of, for anyone who's um, um, thinking about starting a business or maybe think, maybe even think about doing this themselves, is yeah. there any sort of advice or tips that you can sort of give to them in terms of... Yeah, I suppose, generic or, or specific I've been quite lucky because um, we've got the facilities of, of an agency that, that it's born from. Mm-hmm. So we have the backup and, and the staff and, and everything else that, that, that goes with that. Um, and I think for me, um, it's, it's doing a lot of research. Um, we did research on, on the basis that um, of what we were looking at with, with, with the said online agents and things. And we were looking at what they weren't doing for people. And it's all about the research um, before you, you, you do anything. Um, and you've got to look at the market at the moment as well and at the time. Uh, if, I'm talking about state agency, but, but uh, with anything, and, and look at when you're going to start these, these projects. But um, it's all about research um, and making sure you, you, you launch something knowing that you've got 90% of the chance of this working, maybe 100%. But just working, isn't it? It's just working hard. Um, There's no shortcut, is there? No, I mean, blooming snow we've had recently and everything. He's put the put the brakes on everything, and it's and it's a bit frustrating. But um, that's just one element. Let's uh, put the brakes on something for us, and we're you know we're pulling our hair out, thinking, oh, we'll get going, we'll get going. Yeah, I know that feeling. I know that feeling. part of you loves the snow. Yeah. you know, you can take the kids out and all the rest of it. Yeah, the other part, do you think it? To slow me down. Yeah. Is well, it well, it's the property, the property market thing. Um, I've said this for years. Is it, it is 
equal to the weather. Stupid thing to say. And it really is. I mean, you know, you get cold wind, rain, snow, and houses, the phones are quiet. As soon as the sun comes out, phones start ringing. Um, it's quite sad, really, but it's the truth. I mean, we always come back in January thinking, right, let's get going. Uh, New Year, market get going, and the phones ring for a bit, and then you realise that you're still in winter. Um, it's really interesting. I just figured that out why our industry, mortgage brokers, seem to be busier when it's grey or right. just wet. Yeah. Or it's just it's just normal UK yeah, yeah, yeah. living in a tub of wear box type weather. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because when it's like that it's ten degrees. We're, we're, we're busy. Yeah. We're, we're busy. When it's sunny, no one seems to be wanting to talk about yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just thinking that why because yeah. they're all looking at houses. Possibly. So yeah, that's possibly. what it is. It's like, I like to think so. So they're busy looking at houses when it's sunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the sun goes in, and then they come and talk to us about oh, the fires. If we get the odd day of, of, in a year that, that's, that's over like 10 degrees yeah. <laughs> in the summer, then we are quiet because that's time to go and play. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, no. Okay. So, um, in terms of the market, yeah. I'm interested to sort of maybe talk about the market, mm-hmm. and maybe some of our podcast listeners will be too, yeah. um, even if this goes out on YouTube as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your sort of on a. On a Let's talk about a micro level, you know, yep. local level. Where do, where do you see the market at at the moment? Where do you think it's going to be going? We've sold more properties, even though we feel it's quieter. Um, and this is talking about, um, this is experience with Regency, by the way. So, mm-hmm. so, so not necessarily North Hampton Line, but, but I know, well, that's very new, I know that Regency has sold more properties to date at this time this year than last year, but probably felt quieter. And I think the, the where we've got a problem in North End at the moment is um, an imbalance of supply and demand. So, put your house on the market. <laughs> uh, we, we're selling properties. Yeah. You know, the, the area is selling properties. Um, so there's plenty of buyers out there? there there's the enough market. buyers out there at the moment. Um, I won't say plenty, but there's enough. Okay. Um, and there's just a lack of choice for people at the moment. And that's, I think, that, that's because we had such a good year last year. Uh, it was a really, really good year. And towards the end of the year, it was a really good tail to the market at the end of the year where a lot of property got sold and so the agents rolled into 2018 with the lowest stock they've had probably for years and years and years um, and that's obviously you know that's a problem mm. um, good problem from 2017 mm. but a problem for this year and then when you have a cold snap and not really good put the house in the market yet uh, at this point it, it's a problem yeah and that's so that's what we need war property <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Sounds like a typical estate agent thing to say, but we do. Well, it's interesting. I mean, you know, I've I've heard this from local agents, you know, for for a number of years now. Yeah. For honest, there's just a lack of stock. Yeah. You know, everyone seems to be saying there's a lack yeah. of stock, and you think, well, at what point does does that change? Yeah. You know, clearly it hasn't changed for a long time. Yeah. At, at the moment, so first time buyer market, um, we'll we'll just sell everything we put on the market almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, up to sort of one fifty, one sixty. Mm-hmm. So the the, the, the first time buyer at the market, if it's a, if it's a two three bedroom house in Biddeford, surrounds, they just just sell, yeah. just sell like everything. And there's a there's another big sector of the market where there's a lot of seem to be a lot of chimney pots around of around three hundred, two fifty to three hundred, and that's a good family market. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not enough property in that either. There's a, there's a few things, but not enough. Um, So that's, that's, that's the trickiest thing. Um, 
And then is that the market where it tends to be outside buyers coming in? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, higher end of the market comes yeah. in outside buyers. Until, until industry changes it normally yeah, yeah. and, and we've got sort of higher earners. Yeah. Um, that's going to be the way. Yeah. Um, people banking the equity yeah. from the cities and, and, and moving down here. Yeah, I get that. Are you seeing a transition in terms of the investment market and buy to let landlords? Are those, you talk about those properties at a first time buyer level yeah. of like 150 or, or whatever it is, and they're getting snapped up by first time buyers. I would have thought it wasn't long ago that it was the investors that were snapping up those Absolutely, properties. Absolutely, yeah, it has evolved a bit. And, and, and are you seeing that where yeah. not as many investors buying those? Absolutely. Yeah, there are, there are some, of course. Um, but not as much as the, I would, I mean, I've only been back again in this area for the last of 12 months working on this yeah. on this level. Um, and it's changed since the last time I was here from an investor's point of view. Uh, as in the lack of? Yeah, yeah, a lot, lot less. There are still people doing buying things up, but not 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 like they used to be. No. Um, and first time buyers are, are there. We're registering a lot of first time buyers in the area, which is really good. That's fantastic. Yeah. And then what I think, my, in all honesty, my view has always been there's there's one reason and one reason only. The government made those changes in terms of the tax, yep. in terms of you know clamping down on um, the, basically the first um, the. The investment market, yeah. the, the buy to let landlords with you know the, the stamp duty changes and the, the yeah. unable to offset tax mm-hmm. um, and make it a lot less viable. And without a doubt, I always had the view that it was about encouraging, disencouraging the casual investor, yeah. disencouraging the, the property investor who, oh, my mate down the pub, he's got a buy to let. It's a yeah. good idea to buy a buy to let. Yeah. And it's, it's all about, you know, if you want to be in the investment game, property investment yeah. game. You've got to be serious, and it's got to be yeah. a professional landlord that's looking at probably yeah. more sophisticated types of yeah, investment yeah. property, maybe HMOs, maybe yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. semi-commercial. Yeah. And not to say that buy to let doesn't still isn't you know isn't there as well, but I think it's definitely disencouraging that casual investor, and yeah. I think that's only good for the first-time buyer. Yeah. Um, and actually, it's also good for that professional investor. Mm-hmm. Is it just? It makes people either be serious in that. Yeah, market, absolutely. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Or, or not. Yeah. And by Getting rid of the ones that aren't, yeah. it helps the first time buyers yeah. because I think the first time buyers have been really up against it for a yeah, long they time. Have, they have, they have. I had to correct someone the other day actually um, who said to me and made that comment, which is all first time buyers are, are losing out to, to investors and things at the moment. I said, actually, for the first time for a while, they're not. Um, they're, getting, they're buying up the property. Yes. There isn't enough to give them. Mm. I admit that and I agree with you on that, but yeah. actually, um, they're not being beaten by the investors. Um, we've sold a lot of that's interesting and I, I, and I suspect that's the case up and down the country yeah absolutely so I think it's, I think it's really good because you do need the first time buyers mm. coming up through well it starts kicks off everything yeah yeah so that's good mm. do you see the investors looking at different types of properties now well you said HMOs I mean that's a firm in town um, I've listed an HMO that's like Richardson yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> um, and, and they've got people who are very interested in buying that straight away just like that yeah. um, so, so certainly things like that um, uh, because they're general balance sheet buyers yeah. aren't they yeah. um, that's a good instruction for them um, yeah. does what it, do, what it does um, so yeah HMOs I think are, are the thing um, Polylets and that's the other thing yeah. so you know I walked up and down Ursher Street in Appledore yeah. the other day when I was leaflet cropping yeah. um, and the amount that are now Holiday lets down there it's incredible isn't it yeah um, 
we've got uh, one in Loftham Homes Online at the moment we're selling um, with, with some good interest in um, and that's been to second homeowners slash holiday lets yeah. it's, it's going to be um, and um, yeah it's phenomenal really I mean my, my, my thing my biggest sort of thing since returning to North Devon from, from being away is beforehand Torridge for example was one market so Biddeford um, Northern Appleford West Loughborough was one market yeah. really um, and very similar values whereas you could come back and Westwood Howard Westwood Howard has its own market Appleby has its own market which is phenomenal now uh, Northern has its own market so it's Biddeford etc it's all very it's all very different and, and sectorised I suppose is the way to put it um, and it's to do with water I mean anything that with water has got that potential value and value if you bought a house in Appleby 10 years ago and you're you're now getting five six hundred pounds a week on the rental income on it then well done <laughs> because that's that's cracking um, and it, it is it's, it's anything with water isn't it as the population grows and um, people expand out of cities and things yeah. you go to water yeah. and it becomes a premium and when you look at Western Home in recent years yeah. you know, that's just just changed you know incredibly so yeah, yeah. I mean, if anyone who's you know didn't, didn't know Westwood Home yeah. even five years ago yeah yeah I mean, five years ago, it probably started to change. Yeah. You know, things were happening. Um, but it's just changed hugely, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and that's yeah. a good... I love it. I, I love... Examples. I mean, I'm, I'm huge for progress. And um, the main thing that I'll be championing by living back here again is progress. Mm-hmm. And so Westwood Ho, and I love the progress of Westwood Ho, I love the progress of Appledore. I mean, you can't really deal with much in Appledore. Um, but... In terms of you've been trying to do that wolf thing, aren't they? Or was that yeah, some I, sort of marina? Well, there was another thing I was watching when I was living in Bath that um, the development behind um, what's it called on the road to Appledore on the right side, the Nap House. Yeah, there was, there was a there was a, um, a site that they've got and they they had a bit of a uh, they put something together and I thought that was great and that that was turned down and I think that. Um, appeal and turn down again and I just thought things like that would be great because it was it was emphasising the water mm-hmm. again um, perhaps I should have been so sort of forthright there about what I, what I feel but I think no, absolutely. I think I, I'm all for progress yeah. and, and, and the things that frustrate me are when people say oh, we don't want more people coming down we want more people living here and I said we need money yeah. and income and it's not about people living here or holiday making here it's having money yeah. if we bring money here we can do great things and it's a beautiful place. Yeah. We just, we, yeah, I mean, that's a whole other story, isn't it? It is a whole other story. Go off a tangent. <laughs> no, yeah. but it's true. It yeah. is true. We do, we, you know, we need more jobs, we need more industry, we need more progress. Um, and the only way that will come is by encouraging businesses, people, enterprises absolutely. to to be living here or located here. And yeah, I think, absolutely. you know, I, I talk about this on another podcast about yeah. how, you know, some businesses, you know, either have to to move because the infrastructure yeah. isn't here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whether it's staffing or the type of people or yeah. whatever it is, there's a million and one reasons. Yeah, yeah. And obviously you've got Exeter down the road, yeah. which is a, a draw for you know businesses. Yeah. Um, yeah. but you know it's it's a challenge. It's a really tricky one when you've got a beautiful area mm-hmm. and you sort of almost don't want it to change because it's beautiful and you, you know you don't you know you don't want more houses and ruining yeah. the, the landscape. But fundamentally you you do need that for the progress and the yeah, you do. economic progression of the area Absolutely. as well. So it is very tricky. Yeah, yeah. We, we, it's investment, and um, one way or the other, 
if people living here are going to exist, it needs to be investment. No, absolutely. Yeah. What would you say the hot spots are in North Devon that you're seeing at the moment in terms of? So the, the beauty of my job now, which, I, which I'm really enjoying, yeah. is, is getting out um, to, to the obvious places like Croy, Saunton, um, and, and, and that, that part of the coastline. Uh, and just in that as well, so Georgia, and the North, I just, they're, they're beautiful, beautiful areas. Um, and up to Exmoor, love Exmoor. Um, but it goes back to the water thing, so, yeah. it's, so it's, it's, it's those water locations. Uh, very locally, since coming home, my favourite spot to go and, and have, a, have a meal after work or something is Appledore. I love yeah. Appledore. Yeah. Um, or even Insta, but Insta's always been like that. Yeah. But Appledore I love. Um, so that's a, that's a particular hot spot where we are here. Yeah. Um, but, but basketball, um, moving over to Braunton's always a hot spot, isn't yeah. it? Um, and the surrounds there, always, always good. Um, is it quite nice now? Being able to tap into that well, the market and actually compete with other agents. So, so that's so that's before it was pretty much like Torridge area, wasn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Now, no, you, no, now you're focused on North Devon. North Devon. Yeah, North Devon. And yeah. you know what? I think that's a mistake a lot of agents make. Is yeah. you know why shouldn't one agent be able to cover one firm and cover a whole of North Devon? Yeah, I, yeah. I see North Devon as one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I really yeah. do. Yeah, agreed. Um, it's all accessible. It's all doable. Well, obviously, get we're online. So yeah. we we haven't got an office in in Barnstable or Biddeford or or Torrington or wherever. So we've got that capability of, of mm. covering the whole area. And that that's the beauty of the internet. We don't need to be in a town mm. or village, um, and it's just it's just driving traffic from from to the websites and things. Um, but it, it is it's an absolute joy of my job is to get into a car and and, and you know I'm going to Ilfracombe um, about next week for a couple of evaluations and. Um, you know, I love it. That coastline up there is amazing, um, and it, and I'll spend the day up there. Yeah. I'll sit and I work from somewhere in it for Um That's great. I enjoy the place we live, which is what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, one thing I think one of the great things about being in the state is you do get to go out, yeah. see people, meet people, go to you know people's beautiful homes. Yeah. Um, get you know get get out in the area, yeah. and I think that's one thing. I think I miss personally a little bit. About being an agent, yeah. um, for those that don't know, it was many, 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 many years ago, <laughs> and um, yeah, I think I think one of the things that's very different with my job now is it's it's very much in the office, mm-hmm. unless you're going out to see clients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, we're lucky. I mean, also it's very all positive this morning because we're sat here in your bay window, looking out the sunshine. You can hear the seagulls. Isn't it it's, amazing? It's, it's, Isn't it amazing? I love squinty because of the sunshine. <laughs> just, just so. Really, so you lovely podcast listeners, you obviously can't see this, but this yeah. is going to be on YouTube point. as well. So, the YouTube video people are probably going, I can't see anything because it's just a blur. I don't know what this is going to turn out like. So, yeah. we'll see. Well, unfortunate for you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's nice and warm in this big window. It is, it is. So, um, well, listen, Simon, thanks so much for coming in. It's okay. Great, um, to, great to be here. I really you know, wish North Devon Homes and yourself uh, oh, thanks. all the best, and I'm sure you'll make it a huge success. Thank you very much, Ben. Awesome. Good to see you. Yeah, you Cheers. too, mate. Hey podcast peeps, listen, thank you so much for listening to the Ben Parry podcast experience. It means the world to me for you guys to listen and I hope you got some real value out of it. If you can rate and review this podcast, it will mean the world to me as well. And um, listen, I really hope that you can keep tuned in and listen out for much more to come. So yeah, big love and catch up soon guys.